get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to a brand new episode. I am so happy to have you here because today we're joined by Catherine Gillies, who is a straight to the point intuitive and certified life coach. Catherine weaves her deep innate knowing with practical wisdom to help you cultivate inner peace and live an authentic life. In this episode, we delve into Catherine's journey going from working in a structured corporate role to taking a leap of faith to design her life with intention and discover her soul's purpose. I know you're going to love this episode, so let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited as well. So we're going to dive into so much goodness today, but I would love to start off by getting you to share a little bit about the work that you do. Sure. So I feel as if I have had like 10 careers already. I've kind of spent my adult life weaving around and finding out what I actually wanted to do. And in the process of that, you know, I ended up working. There's just so many. I've I've done lots of things. Right at this point in time, I am working for a small jewelry company and doing digital marketing for them, which is a lot of my experience working with entrepreneurs in digital marketing. But also I have, which was a side hustle when I used to live in Sydney and work in the city as um, a life coach and astrologer. So I still do readings for people. And I'm kind of just been spending the last year of my life really figuring out where I want to head, you know? So, yeah, so I've just gone back to do some digital marketing for this gorgeous brand and I'm really enjoying it. I was just saying to you that I was really craving being in a team and working with people and going to a space after the last few years, just, you know, doing my own thing and having my own little business going. So it's been really beautiful and I'm just, yeah, juggling a bit of astrology with a bit of work, digital stuff. I love that. And it's such a nice mix as well. How do you find kind of going between the two? Do you feel like you use different parts of your mind or does it feel like just a natural flow of who you are? I think it's definitely just who I am. Even when I worked in corporate, I have a law degree. So I've worked in law firms. I've worked with big entrepreneurs. I've worked, you know, in like stiff nine to five jobs and it's just, you know, I never hid who I was the whole time. I remember working in the city and I'd go to work and there'd just be like all of these people dressed really in grey or black or white and there was just no personality. Everybody felt very dead, like soul-wise. And so I knew pretty quickly after working full-time that that sort of was not for me to be working for somebody else. I just felt really drained and so that kind of led me to pursue interests on the side, which was, you know, I did an energy healing diploma on the side while I was 
working at a law firm and all of these things because that I needed something to fill myself up. But, you know, even when I was in those office jobs, I always stayed true to who I was. I never hid my spiritual side. I always had crystals on my desk. I always pulled cards at work. I was learning all of this stuff on the side and sharing it with coworkers who were like really open and receptive to wanting to know when Mercury was retrograde. And, you know, one of my old bosses used to ask me to look up timings astrology-wise for her launches and, you know, dive a little deeper with people and realise that a lot of people are pretty open to that stuff. It's just you got to break through the facade. 100%. And that's so interesting that you actually mentioned that because, like, obviously I'm very into a lot of the things that you do both sides of your career, really. And when I talk to a lot of people who are sort of starting out, I guess just exploring their more spiritual side or whatever you want to call it, they really struggle with finding that network of people who are also open in talking about it and kind of on that same wavelength. So did you find that you struggled with that for a little bit or you were just like, I'm going to be open with who I am and let them come to me? You know, I feel for me, you know, my dad's a doctor, so he's very sceptical and scientific, but my mum has always been very into psychics and going to psychic experts and just like exploring that spiritual side. So I feel like I was exposed to psychics from a young age. And then when I was about 19, my mum took me to a psychic expo and it was just all a bit of fun and in jest. And then she bought me my first set of tarot cards when I was about 19. And all of the women, a lot of my cousins and my aunties, like everyone's very open spiritually and kind of have these abilities, you know? So I've always been exposed to that my whole life. I think I was always as a child really perceptive and intuitive and I used to think it was just me being a good judge of character but as I grew up I learned oh no that's something higher than myself telling me things about people and eventually I realized that's my intuition and so I grew up in a very open household that accepted me for me and you know, allowed me to become who I was always meant to be. So I feel lucky in that sense. And I do know a lot of people who aren't in that position and and don't have that open-mindedness around them. And, And also a lot of my friends are very spiritually inclined as well, or at least open to, to that. So I have a lot of close friends that are really like old friends that have always been into it alongside me in their own way. And even some that are doing businesses, in this realm as well. So yeah, I guess I've been lucky. I haven't had to really hide myself for anyone. Yeah. And what, I guess, inspired that shift to go from the corporate world into more of that life coaching work that you're doing? It was wanting to get to know myself on a really deep level. I think I knew that I didn't want to be working in a skyscraper for the rest of my life in an office with work that was like from the outside world, really amazing, but didn't feel fulfilling to me. And at the end of the day, all I ever wanted to do was to know what I was meant to do and what lit me up. And the only way for me to do that is to just follow, you know, they say, follow your bliss. It's like, what would you Google search all day long and never get sick of? And for me, that was like astrology and 
esoteric things and space and and knowing like what's out there and and really I think when I was working in skyscrapers I would get so existential every single day and just be like surely this can't be it like there's more to life and that kind of led me to really deep dive into my own intuitive practices and rituals daily rituals tuning into myself and my higher self and starting to make decisions based on where I wanted to be and, you know, visioning what I wanted for my life. So in 2018, I think I was working part-time for my old boss and part-time doing life coaching. And that transition took a while, but I worked for an entrepreneur who was very supportive of me following my own dreams, as all entrepreneurs are. So I was allowed to kind of step down to start doing my own thing, which is kind of how eventually I just went out of working for somebody else into just doing me. But yeah, it was like a long transition. And the reason it started was because I wanted to just find out more about myself and what I enjoyed and and what I could be doing to enjoy every day instead of not wanting to be at work five days a week and spending all of my time doing something I didn't like. So I found this vision board thing in 2018 I'd written like what my ideal day was and I am living that right now that's amazing yeah it is it's wild it's pretty powerful through the work that you've done and through your own journey what do you think holds people back from living a life that is more aligned and authentic to them I think it really just comes down to fear and we've all heard that saying you know every decision we make is made from love or fear And that's fear of people's opinions, fear of becoming successful. And what does that mean? Who's going to be left behind? You know, fear of outgrowing our own comfort zone. Like we're so scared to be better than we were because that's going to cause ripple effects. Some relationships may dissolve that you've had for a very long time. You know, things change. We evolve as humans. And part of my lesson has been to be able to surrender and let go to where I am in this exact moment. Because as a Cancer, I'm a Cancerian, so I'm very nostalgic. I hold on to my memories and cherished moments with people, but I've had to come to learn to realise that I just have to be where I am and if people are coming along for the journey with me and want to evolve with me, then I'm here for that. And some some things fall away and we have to be okay with that. And that's been a big lesson. Mm, It's so interesting. And what are some ways that people can really start to tap into their soul desires more? If they're sitting in that skyscraper where you were all those years ago, how can they just take some baby steps to kind of tap into that a little bit more? It sounds kind of fickle, but honestly, having a, a morning routine And even something so small, like I remember when I started, it was just brewing a tea for myself every morning, like before getting up and you're running late and you're running to the bus stop to get the bus to the city or whatever it is. It's like we go into autopilot every single day because we're on repeat. It's Groundhog Day. So it's more about coming back to intention because intention is everything in what we do. And so the way I began co-creating my own days and my own life was to just be with myself. So that could even be just 
making myself a green tea in the morning and taking that time, five minutes to just drink the tea. And I would just set an intention. Most people don't set intentions. They just press play and then their day has happened. And then they kind of come to at the end of it and they're like, whoa, what happened? So I think we need to remember that we can take responsibility for our life and we can guide our own life the way we want to. So of course, there are so many tools to help us. So there's meditation, becoming still is so important because we want to fill our minds and we want to distract ourselves with TV and food and anything really. But sitting with our own emotions and feelings can be painful but that's where the juice is that's where we get to know ourselves and we don't run from our own self and we're not distracted and we we come back to our core essence because we need to know ourselves before we can move in the direction of our soul so i would say get quiet spend some time create a consistent practice whatever that looks like for me it's always been a green tea and pick a card in the mornings i've been doing that for i would say six years now having tea every single morning and i would just set an intention for my day and what i have found over the years is that when i write down my intentions they manifest most of the time when they're just in my head, they don't manifest. It's when I actually get them outside of my body and outside of my head and I write them down. And it could just be how you want your day to go. If you've got to have a hard conversation, go into that hard conversation with good intention and good energy because energy meets energy. Allow intention into your life and guide your own life how you, how you wish it to be. And realize that you have the control to take the reins back of your own life. Everyone's just giving their power away. It's like empower yourself to create your life. So get still, get in touch with yourself, however that may be. Like I've had a few spiritual awakenings on my journey, but one of them was like booking a Kundalini yoga retreat on an island north of Sicily, like back in 2016. You know, I I booked it nine months in advance, which is just so unlike me. I'm way more spontaneous than that. But there was something higher than me that was saying, you need to do this at this time. And you know, and then that was a big spiritual awakening and start listening to those tiny whispers in your soul. Like what is your heart drawn to and allow yourself to explore it. Mm, I love those. And I think as well, something that you said I can so relate to is like you start your day, you press play and then you just go along with the flow and that's it. And I, I love that because I think we want to be in flow and all those things like that. But I think as well, setting an intention is so powerful. And even like you said, if you do have to go into situations where maybe it is uncomfortable or you've got a meeting that you're not looking forward to, actually kind of play that out intentionally in your mind and look at how you want to go into that and come away from it. And something that we're all about on the podcast is celebrating imperfection. So I would love to know what is an imperfect action that you've taken recently that you want to celebrate? I probably make imperfect actions all day long. 
Yeah, I don't know how I can answer that with a great answer. I think because most of the time I move through my life very intuitively based. So I kind of only make actions when they feel right to my soul. So I'm very driven by my heart not as much my head and sometimes I think action-based decisions are very mind-driven but for me big decisions in my life are always led by my heart and by my soul yeah man I don't know you got me I'm not sure about that one I think even what you said is perfect and allowing yourself to be led more by your heart than your head And I think that's awesome. And you are a guru when it comes to astrology and all of those things. Is there anything that you want to share with us at the moment, any little pearls of wisdom that we can know about or anything that you're working on that you're really excited about? Yeah, so I used to think astrology was absolute rubbish until I learned about it. And that's just a classic case of ignorance because I didn't understand it. And then when I learned about it, it is just mind boggling. Like you could study it all day, every day for the rest of your life and still not know. Like there is just so much. And the other thing with astrology is that the more I know about it, the more I know I don't know. And I've also been studying the timing and the the timings and the techniques. In the last couple of years, I've been getting really into that and really tracking how the planetary aspects are influencing my personal life. So I find it really interesting when people talk about fate and free will because I believe in both and I think there's a beautiful dance between the two. And what I think is that astrology allows us to look at the energies that are available to us, but it's up to our free will and how we experience those energies or use those energies to our benefit or not. For instance, as we're recording this podcast, we are in eclipse season. A lot, I used to do new moon circles in Paddington in Sydney like four, maybe four years ago or something. I used to do that all the time. And I used to, I do love working with the moon and the moon cycles. And I actually did a live course last year called Moon Muse that was just like downloaded in my head. And I'm like the next month putting it out. I think because I love working with manifestation, I love working with the moon cycles. I think it's really powerful. So if anyone's interested, like look look to the moon and use the new moons to manifest your intention for the future and just see what happens. Like write stuff down. That's where it comes back to writing things down. But with eclipse season, I would say eclipse seasons are kind of like these time portals, these wormholes where we're just, it's like this big wave of energy and we just can like take our hands off the universal steering wheel for a second because eclipses are going to take us where we need to be. We don't need to push We just need to surrender to the energy. It's like a tidal wave. We just let it come and go. And then at the end of eclipse season, we'll be in a different place. So, yeah, I think astrology is a lot more than just where the sun was transiting for 30 days, which is your sun sign, which is the horoscopes that we read. It's a lot more than that. And, yeah, just be open. Just be open to what astrology can show up in your life and it really is like a blueprint for your soul and opens these energies for you to explore yourself with it's just a beautiful tool Mm, thank you so much for sharing that and how can people get in touch to work with you for all your astrology and coaching side of things yes so you can just 
come over to my Instagram, my personal Instagram and send me a DM at all. It looks a little offline right now. I'm kind of like rejigging like how I want to put myself out there. But yeah, my Instagram is Catherine underscore underscore Gillies. And there's a lot of like, I've got highlight reels on my Insta. So for some information, but my website is katherinegillies.com. And yeah, I do readings. Most of the time they're on Saturdays because that's when people book because <laughs> people are working. But yeah, it's really fun. It's all there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this goodness today. I loved our chat and there's heaps, I think, that we can take away from it. So Thank you for coming on. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.